Hello everybody and welcome to Nostalgia Crew, your monthly nostalgia podcast and this is the month of February and we're going to be talking about some fake holiday today. Yeah, very. <laughs> President's Day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Um, no, uh, we are going to review the Chipmunks Valentine special. If you weren't here last month, uh, we made a decision at the end which uh, Valentine special episode, whatever you want to call it, to review. And this is the one that we picked. So we are going to review that today. And we're also going to talk about the latest news going on. And there are some interesting news going on, so why don't we just dive into it? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, do you want me to go first, or would you like to go first? Um, I have a few things, but they're all kind of themed around the fake holiday stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, you know what? I will start mm-hmm. with something that came up this week, as a matter of fact. Yeah. That I was a bit surprised about. Mm-hmm. And that is The Simpsons got renewed for two more seasons. Yeah, that's insane. And don't get us wrong. We love The Simpsons. We we do. <laughs> but you're now going into season three. 31 and 32. So you're guaranteed to hit the 700 mark. Which is just insane. I, I, to be honest, I haven't watched this show in a while. I am, I might be tuning in tomorrow night because from the preview I saw on Facebook, it looked funny. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's, been a while it really and it's weird because the simpsons i remember which ironically the ones that are most memorable to me were during a season that most people hated too right so um but like when i was in high school um early 2000s that was when i watched like every week like that was the big um time uh Middle school, high school, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s, that was my, and and there were some 90s episodes I remember too as a kid, but late 90s, early 2000s was when I was really watching it, like, every week, like, it, um, so, it, it's weird because, number one, Mrs. Kerbopel's gone, although that's, that's a real life circumstance that happened, right. but it's still weird watching it without her, it's weird watching it without a poo due to controversial issues. Uh, yeah. I, I like a poo. I, I do too. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to get into that. And then it's just also weird because as the show progresses, the people who do the voices, eventually they're going to, it's going to wear thin on them. It has to. I mean, I, I don't know. They're like in their seven. Uh, some of one of them has to be in their seventies now, at least one of them. Because that, uh, um, so that 
I just feel like it's better to just end on a high note than what it looks like to be gradually just going on and on until longer. And um, also, my one friend was like, how many plot lines can you come up with? Yeah. And I'm also not a fan of, because I watched it when it first started, and I remember certain things, but because the show goes on so long and the characters stay the same age, they have to keep redoing the timeline, and it grows thin because um, was, there was an episode I was watching the other night, uh, about a season or so ago, and it had a flashback to Marge and Homer in an apartment before they were married, which is this new timeline, which was not the timeline me as a kid who remembers Marge was living with her, her, or as Homer said, her two wicked sisters, and she was dating Homer, who was living with Barney, and then she got pregnant, and they had to get married, and then that's when they lived together, and they didn't even live in an apartment then. They lived with her but this version had them living in an apartment unmarried without kids, which again, <laughs> so like, so as far as I'm concerned, Homer and Marge met in the seventies right. in detention. They got together. Then in the 1980, she got pregnant. They had Bart 1983. They, had, they lived in an apartment. Yep. They had Lisa. They had to move to Evergreen Terrace. And that's how they met the Flanders, even though there's a whole other episode that we retconned that. But that's and that's the version. And then Maggie suddenly, that whole, um, he had quit his job and was working at Bowling Alley. And then he had to go back to his job because Maggie, he had to support yeah. kids. Yeah, that's the timeline. I, as far as I'm concerned, that's the timeline. Anything that disputes it, I, I refuse to acknowledge. And it's so bizarre because um, we got a uh, um, a um, I work at a library and we got a book in that is like the Simpsons history of, and it's supposed to tell the history of Marge and Homer. But instead of doing it in the order of the episodes happening, they did it in order of their lives mm. and their ages. So it's all these weird flashback episodes that add up to a really weird continuity because you have them in high school in the 70s, in college in the 90s, then having Bart in the early 80s and having Lee. Like, it is the it, most yeah bizarre continuity. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... I mean, I'll still tune in if, like, there's a celebrity guest star or some plot that I'd find interesting. Like, this um, Sunday's episode's about Homer taking dance lessons, which <laughs> probably has happened before, but it looked funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, but I don't know. I just think it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it really has. They even said some of the writers on the show are now older than, or the show's older than them, which is just really bizarre. Um, as of this recording, mm-hmm. there have been 651 episodes of The Simpsons. 
So within these next two years that we are getting, they're going to reach or they're going to get close to the 700 mark. I don't even remember the 600th one. Oh, my God. Uh, I remember the 300th one, so that's still a while. <laughs> yeah. They had, I remember the 300th episode of Tony Hawk. That's oh, about Hold on, actually, I'm real close. Uh-huh. Oh, the 600th episode was Treehouse of Horror 27. Ah, that could be why, because I don't watch, I don't like the Treehouse of Horror episodes. That's why. I know, I'm weird. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. I can't, I can't get into them. They're, yeah, so, um. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. So what do you have up? All right. Well, um, since it is Valentine's Day, a well, it is coming up. And I also apologize if I might sound cynical at any point during this podcast. But <laughs> yeah, it's not a good day for us single people. All right. Anyway, anywho, um, the Sweetheart Candy Company, uh, Neko the company that makes the sweetheart candies, which ironically my grandfather, my um, late grandfather used to work for, um, Mm -hmm. they uh, are going out of business. So, or have gone out of business. So that means that the sweetheart candies will not be available this Valentine's day. Yeah. I, I read that. That was a bit surprising. Yeah. And, um, Krispy Kremes have stepped up and tried to make donut shape, heart-shaped donuts with the little sweetheart messages on them in its place. I really don't think that's the same thing, but... Um, and I personally never... I used to, you know, used to get them with our little cards in mm. class and stuff like that. But in all honesty, I wasn't really a big fan of the taste of those. Yeah, I, I guess I prefer Smarties. Yeah. I, I know like, that's not the right thing to compare it to, but... Right, it just, it's like chalk almost. Yeah, like, I like the orange flavor. Like, there are a couple, like, flavored ones I like, like orange, but... A lot of the pink ones were really gross, though. Mm. <laughs> and I, yeah, so I'm not terribly sad about this. Right. But a lot of people are like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it said uh, they might come back next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean... <sighs> It is kind of weird, though, because, like, that is just, if you're going to think of Valentine's Day candy, that's, like, the first thing you think of. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. that is weird. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I guess some things have to end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, yep. Alright. Um, speaking of discontinuing, mm-hmm. um, this is sort of a local story. Yeah. Um, 
the Orioles are not going to be selling SK hot dogs at the ballpark. Yeah. That was a, a tough blow. Um, for those that aren't aware, SK was the hot dog for the Baltimore Orioles at their ballpark for many, 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 many years. And recently, the 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 company had to close its warehouse and basically shut down. There's going to be no more SK hot dogs at the ballpark. Yeah, so sad. Those were good hot dogs. They really were. They were just delicious. I and I. Remember, I post news on Facebook, and I went, "What am I going to eat there now?" <laughs> like, there's nothing else to eat there. <laughs> well, I mean, I I know that there have been other companies that are you know trying to fill in, yeah, the, the slot. And I mean, they have chicken fingers and fries, which are still pretty good, right? <laughs> so I usually I will get those. Um, I think they had, and they have like. They have sandwiches and stuff, um, but I do, like I said, I do recommend chicken fingers and fries. But yeah, that that is so. I love those hot dogs. Yeah, it, it it's amazing that you know they would go out like that. It's a shame too. Yeah. Because I mean, you go to the ballpark, and hot dogs are one of the things that I do like to try to have. Yeah. Um. Because, I mean, there are certain foods that go with sports, and that's one of them. Baseball and hot dogs go together, you know? Very true. My, um, I believe, I don't know if it was hot dogs or popcorn, but my father, when he was a um, teenager, he used to work at Memorial Stadium and sell, um, I don't know if it was hot dogs or popcorn, though, but yeah. So, it... it but definitely, you know, the guy yelling, hot dogs, hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the SK website, and the only things they are selling are chipped beef and deli meats. I didn't even know they made chipped beef. <laughs> I didn't even know they made deli meats. <laughs> I vaguely remember hearing about the deli meat, but yeah, if you asked me what they made, hot dogs would be the first thing I'd tell you. Um, so, yeah, that's also one of those rare, um, random things that, because I'm so used to it my whole life that I didn't realize was just local. Mm-hmm. So like, there, we have some stuff here in Baltimore that I never realized was just a local company and not like a nationwide company. So like when I tell somebody who doesn't live here about it, they're like, what? Yeah. Like us potato chips. Oh Uts, mm. Uts potato chips, uh, Natty Bo. Natty Bo beer. Natty Bo beer. Because somebody at my job, it was um, for Halloween, dressed up as the Uts potato chip girl. And I told and they're like, who? I was like, the girl in the potato oh, Wow. Yeah. That, that could be a future episode of, like, people telling us of, like, their regional stuff. Yeah. That could be a fun one, actually. Oh, yeah. I do it a lot. It's a game I play. I have tons of online friends I like to play. Like Another game I like to play with them is the ones who live in different countries. I'm like, 
what does this word, especially the ones in the UK, what does this word mean over there? Mm -hmm. That's a fun, um, like if I watch a British sitcom or if I listen to like a YouTuber who's from another right. country, I'll be like, what does that mean here? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Them, I think my friend from the UK is sick of me doing it, but enjoy. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do you have? Well, I just thought that um, since uh, our dis our um, thing that we watched to discuss involved Valentine's Day, I figured well we could share Valentine's Day memories. You can. It doesn't have to necessarily be like dates or anything like that. It could right. be like you know, right. kid being a kid. Um. You know, I'll I'll, per I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm not going to have a lot. But I do have at least two that I'm thinking of in my mind. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, the first one that I have... Um, when I was in second grade, uh, our teacher sent all of us a list of, you know, like, all everybody in our classroom. Uh-huh. Kids' names on it. You know, to send for Valentine's. Right. And I remember that was such a really fun class to be in. And this is actually the, this is where I would end up working at eventually. Um, and I honestly thought for a long time that we had thrown the list out, like the list was gone. But we found it a few years ago. And I still have the list with me. It's like 25 years old, but the paper is still in very good condition. Um, and, you know, uh, a friend of mine who I went to school with in the, in the same class, we were trying to do something where maybe we could try to get everyone together with the teacher. But it really started from that list. For Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. So, um, and then my other one, and this is, this is more of like a holiday, like holidays, but this is something I do remember. Uh-huh. Um, my preschool teacher. Yeah. Who literally saw me grow up from the time I was like four or five. Right. Because she worked with my mom. Mm-hmm. Every holiday and this happened all the way till i graduated like high school and I, I, it's the honest truth danielle i would always get a, a bag from my my old preschool teacher uh-huh and it would be filled with you know little goodies you know there'd be a pencil in there there'd be like little pieces of candy there'd be all of this stuff. And she would make this for her class. It didn't matter, you know, um, how many there were. She would do it. But the fact that she made one extra for me. Aww. You know, all those years really meant a lot to me. And it still does. So nice. And I, and I really, I, I miss it in a way. I, I do miss it in a way. Um, but no, that that's... Those are my childhood memories of Valentine's Day. I don't have a lot. Yeah. But. I just 
remember, like, it was always exciting because it meant your class was having a party and, you know, you got sweets. That was the um, Then once you hit middle school, that's when it kind of goes downhill. It's like, ugh. So, uh, um, unfortunately, mine isn't a happy memory. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, also... I do not recommend that high schools do this because it can lead to not so great feelings. Uh, my high school, they had a thing where you could buy flowers for Valentine's Day. You um, filled out a form and you took it to the office and it was like two bucks. Uh, one school I went to, it was just a buck per flower. It was just one type of flower you got, one yeah, buck yeah. per flower. The other school I went to, it was a buck for a carnation, two bucks for a rose. Huh. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they, so, and then to make this worse, they would deliver the flowers during class, which I, so like everybody would see whether or not you got flowers, which oh, wow. made it the worst. So, um, so I think the first time it happened, I was in ninth grade. I gave them to, I think I gave it to the guy I liked or something. I don't know, but like, you know, nobody, uh, but then I got some, and I got really excited. And like my other friend was like, "Ooh, ooh do you have the do you have the flowers?" And it was from my friend, and I was not happy because because you know you think it's from, and I mean she was trying to be nice and thought, "Oh, I'm going to send you all flowers as a sign of our friendship." And I'm like, "You could have just given me a card at lunch or something, like." Because then all these people were like, oh, who are the flowers from? Oh, who are the flowers from? Ugh. Those were the worst. Um, but, um, oh, okay. This one was really kind of funny. Um, I had broken up with somebody two days before Valentine's Day. This oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I tried to hold, and the thing is, we had had problems and I was trying to like hold it out because I was like, I don't want to do it before Valentine's Day. You know, and my friend was like, you're seriously staying with somebody that this, because you don't want to be alone on Valentine's Day? That's messed up. So I was like, oh, fine. But um, we were supposed to celebrate the day before Valentine's Day because mm -hmm. uh, he had to work on Valentine's Day. So we had to celebrate the day before Valentine's Day, which ironically was Friday the 13th. Uh, <laughs> So my friends, but the, my friends took me to the mall and we played with a puppy. You can't do this anymore. But yeah. back then they had, um, um, I think the ASPA is, ASPCA has shut these kind of stores down. But you used to be able to go to pet store and you could ask them, um, you could, they would let you play with the puppy like you would say, but like you, you'd point at the puppy and you'd say, I want to go play with that one. And they would put you in a little room in the back for an hour and you would play with this puppy. Mm -hmm. and usually it was supposed to lead to buying the puppy, but, um, but me and my friends didn't have as much money. So, so we went and played with this puppy for an hour and it kind of helped. <laughs> uh, and then, um, 
the day of Valentine's Day, um, I was watching MTV. This was back when they played music videos. And, uh, and I was just watching the MTV videos, and they had all the little love dedications at the bottom of the screen. Right. And, um, I, and I was like, Ugh. And then this person dedicated Simple Plans Addicted, which is basically a breakup song to somebody. And they yelled, they're like, you! Um, wow. It's like, you suck, you bitch! And I was like, yes! This is awesome! Oh, man. Um, um, I think, oh, I remember, um, HCC, the college we went to, mm-hmm. this is going to sound really bizarre. Um, <laughs> they used to, um, apparently eight, February 14th is also national condom day. I, now here's the thing. I've, I have a website that yeah. has like the bizarre wacky holidays. Right. I've looked it up. It's not on there. Because this is what I have. Yeah. I have Ferris Wheel Day and National Organ Donor Day. Today was National Pizza Day. Oh, yeah, it is. And Toothache Day. Happy Toothache Day, everybody. Is it? Why would you have a day for (laughs) (laughs) toothache? And then, like, my... (laughs) Yeah, because today was National Pizza Day because we had pizza, uh, pizza for lunch to celebrate National Pizza Day. But yeah, they. But for some reason, our school would say Valentine. And I remember because the guy I was dating one particular semester got really pissed off because the sign said National Condom Day is also Valentine's Day. <laughs> and he's like, I feel like that should be the other way around. <laughs> you know, not... Right. And... And then our school also used to do this thing where you would get, um, they would have Build-A-Bear, because our college was like near the mall. mall. I don't know if it's still at that mall, though, but they had Build-A-Bear, and Build-A-Bear Workshop would come to our school, and you could um, make a a teddy bear or something for the person you're dating, and I often joked, because it would always be like the Thursday before Valentine's Day, and I often joked like, hey, if you forgot to get them something, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and they would have, but you couldn't customize the outfits. They'd always give you a t-shirt that said, somebody at Howard Community College loves me. <sighs> oh, so silly. Yep, but, um, yep, so your class doing anything fun this year? Uh, we might. I don't know what, but we might. What grade do you teach? Third grade. Oh, yeah. That, that's still a fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Probably cupcakes. Well, we're actually a healthy school, so we, oh, can't, do, yeah. we can't do cupcakes. <laughs> that's right. These kids are healthy. Yes. I... I, yeah, I, I swear, when I have kids, people are going to hate me because I'm going to be one of those parents who's like, well, it was okay when I was a kid. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know, you, you have to put up with a lot of those. I, I do. I really yeah. do. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay. I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, but yet yeah. I'm going to bring this up. Maybe, maybe you had it in your list. Yeah, sure. Um... This uh, Netflix right renewed 
Fuller House, and mm-hmm. this coming season is going to be the last season of the show. Yes, I have heard. Our our friend Tony is very. <laughs> our, our friend Tony's a big fan of. Well, let me okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I, also, they, I haven't seen the latest season, so if you're going to say anything, it's a spoiler. No. Okay. Are good. They, are they ending the se- Are they ending the show on a good time? This is the fifth season. I feel like. Um, I but yeah, I heard about it. I sadly I haven't seen the latest season because we have. I. Um, but. Uh, yeah. It's better for them to have announced it's the last season so that they can write it as the last season. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Now, the person who runs the fan page I'm on is very outraged about this and has launched a campaign to save the show. Oh, dear God. With the hashtag, how rude. So if you oh, want to um, help save the show, <laughs> she also has a petition on the um, on a website to help save it. No. Well, because it, it didn't help that some of the cast members posted that they were sad that it was ending, so she took it as, oh, well, we need to save this. This is not fair. But the way you look at it is, this is the best way to do it. At least they know in advance that it's going to end, so they can write and set up stuff instead of have it end on a cliffhanger and then it suddenly get canceled. Yeah. Because... And I also don't think saving it, if they do save it, I hope they save it before they write it. Because what happened, um, another show I watched, Seventh Heaven, Seventh Heaven, it ended. Big finale, because the show ran for 10 years, so it was like huge finale, huge thing. It ended. Somewhere between the summer, um, right after it ended, they decided to bring it back. Well, a lot of the cast members on there had moved on to other stuff. So they couldn't get them all back. Right. Um, and they had, like, like Barry Watson, who played the oldest son, he had already gotten a new show on ABC, so he couldn't come back. And then a lot of the other people couldn't come back because um, the, in the show they have seven kids and most of the kids couldn't come back. Mm-hmm. the show so then they had to write out these new characters to replace them and then and then also um then they had to also undo all the happy ending stuff because it ended happily so they had to undo some of that stuff to make plot and that which also included giving one of their daughters a miscarriage oh wonderful yeah i thought so too i was like really I get you don't want extra kids on the show, but jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they bought it back, it, um, and then after that season, that season didn't go over so well, so then it ended again. And I pretend that that season never happened. So I would rather have Fuller House, if it's going to end, at least they know it's going to end. They can write it as it's going to end. Um, yeah, I, like I said, um, but a lot of people feel as though it should have run as long as the original series ran. Which was like eight seasons. Eight years. Oh, no. I, I think, in all honesty, you're ending the show at about the right length. Because you don't want to... 
you don't want to overkill it. No. You know? Because, you know, we, we've talked about, it seems like, the last dozen plus episodes we've done mm-hmm. about these shows coming back. Some of them ha- are success and others don't do so well. I think with this, you want to get it done. You want to have it finished. And that just be the end of it. And I think they're doing it at the right time because I think they, I, I think the people at Netflix are like, okay, this show's had a very good run. It's been popular. People have watched it. Let's not overdo it. Right. And I think them ending it on the fifth season makes perfect sense. Plus, and I'm just going to make a prediction, because I think when the last season does come up, I'm just going to go right to the last episode, because I am, like, so far behind you got you and everybody else. The last episode has to be a wedding. Yeah. It has to be a wedding. And there's, I don't know, I haven't seen season four yet, so maybe there aren't three possible options, but there's three in my head as far as I'm concerned. Again, I haven't seen season four, so maybe somebody did get married and I missed it. I don't know. So I I know there's a baby, but mm-hmm. they sh- well that and because they posted a picture that doesn't really bother me because I know the length of because the length of an average pregnancy I figured that was going to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, unless unless they do some weird twist where somebody dies at the end. Yeah, no. There is that possibility. I can't see. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, five years, that's pretty good. Now, here's my thing. And I'm not trying to sound like a bad guy here. Yeah. I want whatever this ends up being. I want it to be the end. Yeah, you don't want Yeah, Because God forbid... In 2035, we get fullest house, and that goes for five years. <laughs> and then in 20 years after that, we get even fullest house. Yeah. This is where it has to end. Just end yeah. it here. And, and somebody on the website suggested, well, hey, what if they gave the kids a spinoff? No. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I, I love them. I really do. But it worked best because they were all there. Mm-hmm. It, that's what Girl Beats World's failing was that they focused way too much on the newer generation and didn't focus enough on the older generation, whereas Fuller House did a much better job of combining both. Wait, what, what was the first show? Or what was the show you compared it to? Girl Meets World. Oh, that's right. Girl Meets World. Well, yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, they they <laughs> focused way too much on um, their daughter and not enough. Whereas Fuller House, they do a much better job of splitting everybody up and giving them storylines, which I, which is what you should do if you're gonna do a revival series. You need to go after the audience that originally watched it. You don't need to go after a newer audience because they're not gonna care. <laughs> so, and that's what they did, and they're very smart about it, and. Um, also, I've been looking at the Revival series, because, you know, network television is 
on a revival. They run out of ideas, as we've learned. Yeah. So I've been. Um. So the um. The TV season renewals for twenty nine for the twenty nineteen twenty twenty season are starting to trickle in, and I'm noticing a few of these revivals are actually getting picked up again. Mm. Um. So, so far, Dynasty, which I'm stunned at because I didn't think anybody watched that, got they 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 get season three. Will and Grace, well, Will and Grace got picked up for two more seasons initially, so they yeah. they got the other one coming up. Magnum P.I. got renewed. That surprises me. Yeah, I, I didn't think they needed to bring that back, but apparently people like it. Um, no word on Murphy Brown. I don't think Murphy Brown's going to get it. Uh, let me check. Uh, well, well, yeah. All right, let's see. Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. Huh? Uh... Murphy Brown. No word. Um, I watched the first few episodes, but yeah, I feel like they tried too hard. And they probably did. They tried a little too hard to hit it at. Yes, this it is 2018. And we have to use Twitter. Like, there's a lot of them where they just have to hammer home the fact that, oh, yes, it's the modern day now. Everybody's texting. And and we got to bash Trump. Bash, 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 bash. Well, that, that made sense. Considering the type of character she is. Yeah, it does. She made sense. Also, in real life, she went on a date with him, so. Um, th- that, that I got. The, the Trump bashing that made sense character-wise. I just feel like they relied way too much on the fact that oh yes, she's um, an older character, person who's trying to understand technology, and and then they have to always come up with the young millennial character who thinks that who apparently because they think millennials all lived with technology and have no clue what it's like to not have it, which drives me crazy. Yep. So that kind of irked me too um so yeah and uh one day at a time which well one day at a time is a um that's gone under the radar it's been successful but it's been under the radar they just started season three uh a couple days ago they just premiered season three i don't even know why they had to make that I mean, no, it's a great show from what I hear, and, like, the stuff they're talking about is great, but they didn't have to make it as one day at a time. Like, they could have just made it another show, and it still would have been okay. Like, I don't well, get I mean, Norman Lear is about 150 at this point, and anything he touches turns to gold on television. Oh, yeah, he's genius. I just don't get why he couldn't have just made it a different show entirely, because it's basically one day at a time and name only. It's not the same. You know, and, and and I thought I heard that he was gonna try to bring all in the family back. Yeah, I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, you. There are certain things you can and can't do. That is one of those you just cannot do. You can't bring back all in the family. Because you wouldn't be able to get away with half the you shit they said four years ago. You couldn't get away. All in the family is a product of the time it was made, and it's just 
you can't. And then the cast of Good Times was saying the same thing. They wanted to do Good Times. I was like, you, I, you can't do it. It's just, it's a product of the time it was me. You can't do it. It just doesn't make any sense. It, and um, and the thing about all in the family is, if he tried to do it now, a lot of people wouldn't like him. But for some reason or another, even though the stuff he said was offensive, it somehow was funny, and I don't even know why. <laughs> but yeah, you you couldn't you couldn't do that now. No, not a chance. No way. And and also the Jeffersons, which is which stood on its own pretty well. It wouldn't, if you did the Jeffersons now, it really wouldn't be that original. It wouldn't. It wouldn't really work. Um, so, yeah, no. I love Norman Lear. I love all the family. But, yeah, no. You. That, that would be like trying to redo I Love Lucy, for heaven's sake. You, oh, man. You can't. Thankfully, they won't do that. Oh my god. There needs to be like a whisk. Like, you should never remake these things. Um, we need to make a list right. of TV shows that should never be redone and movies that should never be redone. Yeah, there was a, um, somebody on, a, on my Facebook was sharing an article about they were considering remaking The Princess Bride and they were just outraged on oh, no. Absolutely not. No. Alright, I, I, I think we're going to have to do this list. Let's yeah. make a list. Things that should not be remade. Th things that should not be remade, TV and movies. Right. Uh, Blazing Saddles should never be remade. Uh, nothing by Mel Brooks should ever be remade. Let's just say that. Alright, I well, actually the producer's remake was good. Okay, the producer, but the difference is he did that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. yeah. If he does it, that's, you know, fine. Okay. Uh, Godfather should never be remade. Oh my god, no. Citizen Kane should never be remade. Fall of the Wind should never be remade. Fall of the Wind. Wizard of Oz. Well, Ooh. I think that's Wicked. a little too late. That's a little too late. I. Yeah. Um, let's, let's rephrase this. The Wizard of Oz should never be a straight, straight remake. That's what I'm, that's a better way of putting it. Because then the wicked, wicked and the whiz, you know, those are exceptions. That's yeah, but but like if you tried to remake The Wizard of Oz starring Judy Garland with a completely different cast, but did it exactly the same, no, you can't do that. All right. Uh, what? Oh God. Um. No, they are remaking. I'm now thinking of one, and I was like, no, they are actually remaking that. <laughs> um, what's, um, all right. Um, do you have any others? Because I thought I saw you post one the other day. It was about an, a topic that we like to make fun of, and that is the live musical. Yes, yes, yes I, I was going to mention that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, there was an article um, that, uh, I believe it was NBC, NBC was supposed to do hair <laughs> this season, and they had to can either cancel or postpone 
um, hair. And also about, uh, they were also supposed to be doing Bye Bye Birdie starring Jennifer Lopez, but Jennifer Lopez's schedule, they had to postpone that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that with this and also Rent, because Rent, I didn't watch Rent because I'm not really a fan of Rent, so I didn't care, but one of the actors from Rent injured himself and they couldn't do the lot, so they aired like... right. Yeah, I, okay, go ahead. So they aired, like, the rehearse, the dress rehearsal of it or something, but not live? Um, what I read was, and you're all right, some, uh, a member of the cast got injured, like, a few days before the live performance. Uh-huh. So, because of that, some of the scenes were taped and they used that in place of where the you know the live scene would have been yeah that's just kind of awkward um especially all the promotion they did for that well i actually have the rating in front of me yeah it did in the in the in the key demographic the 18 to 49 group, which you and I are a part of, it averaged a 1.4 rating. Mm. And it did a 3.4 million viewers, which is now the lowest for live musicals, which beat out A Christmas Story. I forgot about A Christmas Story. Which did a 1.5 and had four and a half million viewers. And the record of for this category is The Sound of Music, the one with Carrie Underwood. Which did a 4.6 and had 18 million viewers. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, alright. Okay, here we go. Bye. Alright. Bye bye, Birdie. Yeah, it kept getting pushed back. Um, okay. They said they canceled hair because of Fox's failure of Rent Live. Smart move. And they said they replaced. Um, and they said they want to replace it with a more family-friendly musical and that if they can get Jennifer Lopez's schedule to cooperate, they might do Bye Bye Birdie. You mean Jesus Christ Superstar wasn't family-friendly? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, hair isn't family-friendly. Oh, God, no, no. I was curious to see how they would how they would adapt that for network television because if you saw the movie hair, forget. Well, they're never going to do it now, so. Yeah, the, I mean, when I was a kid growing up, the main thing I knew about that the play hair was that they were nude for most of it. That that was the main thing I knew about it. If if they hadn't come out with the movie 
I would suggest Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But the thing is, they just did the sequel. Yeah, they just did the sequel. So you can't really do that. I, I don't know what you could do. Oh, yeah, plus if you did Mary Poppins, I mean... Although Emily Blunt, bless her heart, but whoever... Um, I mean, you saw how much of a beating Carrie Underwood took when she did Sound of Music. So can you imagine whoever did Mary Poppins? Well, I always thought Anne Hathaway could do it because she did. They did that SNL skit a few years back. Yeah. Where Anne Hath? Oh, Jesus! I, I'm sorry. I I have football on, and there was a really bad injury. Um, no, but they there was a skit about ten years ago where Anne Hathaway was Mary Poppins, and I watched it, and I was like, she could be a good Mary Poppins if they ever did the remake. But I guess they never did, so Yeah, they um there was um and then the other NBC was the network that had the hits that were doing well with because ABC tried it and first first of all they picked a bad um outing to <laughs> What did they do? I don't even remember. They did Dirty Dance. Actually, theirs wasn't live. It was just... Uh, oh, yeah. There was Tate. They, yeah. See, I forgot about that. They did Dirty Dancing. And um, a lot of the people I knew who were um, fans of the original were pissed. Because, first of all, they remade it. Which right. And secondly, they added a framing story at the end in the epilogue that revealed that they weren't together and she married somebody else, which was... Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> I've never seen the full movie, and even I'm upset about that. You, you don't do that. Um, that's what... That's why... Um, I'm not... Well, I guess I could give this away, because this movie's been out for a while, but... It's 30 years old. No, there there was a recent movie where that happened too, and I wanted to see this particular movie, and then somebody said, "Oh, they don't end up together." And I was like, "Glad you saved me two hours." <laughs> I won't say the name of the movie, but um, but it was a very popular film that came out a couple years ago, and um, I was told that, and I was like, "Thank God I didn't see it." I would have been so upset. Um, so, yeah, ABC did Dirty Dancing. Fox did Grease Live. Right, I remember that. Was um, interesting. And the only reason that we gave any props was because of how Vanessa Hudgens performed the day after her dad died. Right, that was just amazing in and of itself but yeah all these live musicals have taught me is that Jonathan Travolta can sing really well because every because I have um because I saw Grease live and I saw Hairspray live and in both versions you know both of the films John Travolta's in the film and I don't like the remake of Hairspray I prefer the original 1988 version which isn't a musical but 
the song Welcome to the 60s that John Travolta sings, I love his rendition of it. Um, so there's this one part where he hits like the high note really like high and I kept waiting in the musical for them to do. It's like, come on. And he didn't hit it. And then the same thing with Grease Live when they sang Sandy, like, mm -hmm. like come on. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, no one can hit high notes like John Travolta. Although both of those, um, I don't know if he can sing like that now, but. I doubt it. <laughs> he can still dance like he, yeah. I, <laughs> so. All right. Um, I don't think there's anything else unless you have another thing. I don't think I have, there's anything I really can think of. Um, pretty much covered everything. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of people died, but we're not going to get into that. Oh, plus, there's, plus there's people, it's people that I've never heard of, to be honest, so. Well, Albert Finney, if they hadn't said Daddy Warbucks, I wouldn't. Oh, 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 Daddy, he, oh. I know! Now, oh man, now I feel bad. Yes! Okay. Daddy Warbucks. Wow. I, I wonder how the, I wonder how Annie in that movie feels about hearing that. Oh my god. Yeah, she um, retired from acting before, like as a kid, but yeah. She, yeah, Daddy Warbucks. Uh, that's the version of Annie I prefer. Any other version, sorry Jamie Foxx or anybody else. No, that's the version. Aileen Quinn. Aileen Quinn, yeah. Oh, she's from Pennsylvania. She's from Yardley, Pennsylvania. How? Okay. I, I probably have passed that. Um, oh, she... Oh, her Twitter account is protected. Yeah, can't blame her. Okay, let me see. Maybe she has something on her Facebook. Um... Okay, she did have a comment about Albert Finney. I'll, I'll read that. Uh, very sad to hear about the passing of my funny and talented friend and co-star Albert Finney. I still remember him tickling... Oh, my God. I still remember him tickling me under the knees between takes when they cha were changing the lights and the amazing night with my entire family at the Italian restaurant in London after the premiere we laughed so hard that night we were crying and his acting talent goes without saying he will truly be missed the only reason i was saying oh geez is because of the tickling under the knees crying. yeah that was kind of weird that was that was weird but yeah it, that was annie oh my god she's cute for 47 yeah yeah but annie the the, 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 I still tear up at that movie sometimes. Oh God! So the part of the the end, or they're in an airplane, he's trying to get. Oh, okay, never mind. But, All right, let's, yeah. Yeah, let's let's not get you crying. All right. So, uh, for those of you who are listening to this for the first time, uh, since the show began. We have done an annual tradition of reviewing a Valentine's Day, basically either an episode or a special. Um, the previous three years, well actually the first three years, 
we've done Disney. Because that's basically what we grew up on. So, we decided, okay, there's basically, at this point, no other Disney-Valentine-related special that we can think of. Unless there is, and if there is, then we'll maybe watch it someday. I'm not really sure. So, we were like, okay, let's find something different to watch this year. And Danielle brought up a really good suggestion uh, at the end of our last episode of the Alvin and the Chipmunks Valentine special. And I said this to my dad because I watched this the other day. This was the first time I've seen this in about 20 years, at least. I have not seen this in 20 years. Yeah. And I still have the videotape. That we recorded it on. I could have taken the tape. I could have watched it on the VCR. But no. Being that we're in 2019. I watched it on the internet. So we're going to review this. We're going to give our thoughts. um, And we're just going to talk about it. So let's begin. Because. And I wanted to do this a little differently. We have commercials in this one. Or at least the one that we posted in our Facebook yes, group. Yes. yes. So uh, we have a commercial for kids can enter an amusement park free on President's Day weekend. Yeah. So, you know, go join them. Can't do that now. No, probably <laughs> not. And then we're told that tonight on the news at 11 o'clock how being fat could be dangerous to your health. Mm. So, now we go into the special. And I honestly, I'm going to be completely honest, I did not remember the name of the special if my life had depended on it. I had always just called it like the Chipmunks Valentine special. But the name of the special is I Love the Chipmunks Valentine special. That is the name of the special. Yeah, I would have forgotten that too. That is like the most unoriginal title I think I have ever heard up to this point. It's like, hmm, what can we call this? It's Valentine's. It's the Chipmunks. Hey, they love the Chipmunks. How about we call it I Love the Chipmunks? Okay. You you run it. Anyway. So let's just dive into it. So we begin with the chip bets. They're getting prepared for Valentine's Day. Uh, Danielle, you're going to probably have to help me on remembering two of the three. Yeah. So, female Simon. Janet. Thank you. (laughs) Female Simon uh, is making a a Valentine's card for Simon. The the correct way to do it, you know, with glue and tissue and paper and all that. Meanwhile, female Theodore... Eleanor. Thank you. <laughs> I might be calling them that for the rest of this. They literally say their names while they're... Do- <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, man. Oh, oh by the way, uh, the special debuted on February 12th, 1984. I forgot to mention that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Then we must... Then that must be a rebroadcast what we're watching 
because there's a commercial for the Cosby show and that show didn't premiere until September 84. So maybe that was a rebroadcast. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, Eleanor uh, makes a cake for Theodore. Mm-hmm. And Brittany, the only one that I can remember for some reason, yeah. she, she makes a, 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 a Thanksgiving card, a Valentine's card for Alvin. Right. But there's a problem because there is a dance coming up. And Brittany's wondering why Alvin hasn't made the call yet to ask her to go to the ball. So, meanwhile, at the chipmunk house, Simon makes his Valentine's card using uh, math and other instruments. It, you know, he has to go above and beyond all that. And Theodore makes cookies for Eleanor. Wait, she made you a cake. You're going to give her cookies? Come on. Well, he doesn't know she made him a cake. Well, I know. But still, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just the man in me. Okay. So Alvin comes in and the boys hide all their stuff because as we learn, Alvin hates Valentine's Day. But there's a particular reason why he hates Valentine's Day. As we learn, he had a crush on this girl and we get to see the picture of this girl and she looks like she could have been in a silent movie about a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. And basically, she broke his heart on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Danielle, can I ask a question? Sure. If, if that's the reason why he hates Valentine's Day, why does he still have the picture of the girl? That's, that's a very good question. Um... Yeah. Why? I would have no. Yeah, I. You know. Also, they made it sound. It, it's so weird because they made it sound like it was a long time ago. But then you're like, well, how old are they supposed to? Oh, I could yeah. go on a rant about these kids today dating younger and younger. But that's another. That's, that's another time. Yeah. Uh. So. You know. So now we know why Alvin hates Valentine's. So we go to the school and we're getting closer and closer to Valentine's Day. And, you know, people are asking, you know, to go to the ball because they're having this competition for Valentine, King, and Queen. Well, there's about six or seven boys hitting up on Brittany asking her to be their date for this dance. But she won't accept it because she's still waiting for Alvin to ask her. And he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the hint, the gist of it, that you know, she that she wants him to go with her. Do we was that a heartbeat? <laughs> you there, Danielle? Danielle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shoo. Thought we lost you. Yeah, no, I'm here. All right. So, Brittany is distraught that Alvin, you know, has not asked her out to the dance. And Alvin 
you know, he just doesn't, he really doesn't get it, you know. So, he's still in this mood of, well, I don't like Valentine's Day, blah, blah, blah. So, Simon comes, or they come up with an idea for Alvin to call Brittany, to ask her. She doesn't, she answers the phone, but, you know, Alvin doesn't say anything. So, Simon then comes up with an idea for how to get Alvin over this, I guess you could say, fear or depression of asking. How will they do it? Well, we'll find out after this quick commercial from McDonald's. Hey, Danielle, did you know that McDonald's sells the Big Mac? Yes. And they dance. Because they saw Footloose. Because McDonald's is a good time for a great taste. No, if you've ever seen the movie Footloose, it's literally Footloose in a McDonald's commercial. It it is. Like, they even have a scene with a tractor in it. It's... (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's there, folks. When did the Cosby Show debut? I'm curious. September 1984. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Okay, so yeah, this yeah. would have been a repeat. Okay, yeah. you're right. Okay, so we come back from commercial, and Simon puts headphones over Alvin. And Alvin's going to go to sleep, and he's going to hear these words talking to him. And basically, it's them convincing Alvin like you are the greatest romancer the world has ever seen you love women the women cannot resist you so Alvin then wakes up in his sleep and he you know he's sleepwalking and that's when we get a very good scene I actually enjoy the scene I still do to this day where he dresses up as a Zorro-like character. And we get this song. And it's Captain Chipmunk. Yeah, that was weird. Oh. So, Captain Chipmunk starts by riding uh, riding a bicycle. (sighs) And he gives a flower to an old lady who is sitting at a bus stop. You know, you could have helped her a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, give her a ride or something. Because Lord knows if she ever made it out alive. So then he passes by a, a, a farm with a bunch of horses, and he sees this black horse. And he takes the black horse. So he's stealing a horse, basically. Right. <laughs> so he's stealing a horse. And he goes over to the Chipette's house. And he calls, you know, for Brittany. But not in a way of, like, Brittany, Brittany. He does a sound. It's a, it's a harmonic sound. It's like... Yeah. I know. Th- theirs is a lot better than mine. So, basically, Captain Chipmunk asks Brittany if she'll go to the dance with her. And she says, yes, of course, you know, 
because she finally has someone to go with for the dance. Right. So they ride the horse, and Brittany has fallen in love with Captain Chemo. And it's even to the point where she falls off the horse, lands in mud, doesn't even care she's in mud. You know, that's real love right there, folks. Right, right. That is real love. So, we go to school the next day, and Brittany is just going gaga over the fact that, you know, this guy, Captain Chipmunk, has asked her out. He's the most debonair man. He's the most romantic, you know, yeah, I've ever seen. And you have to do a lot of suspension of disbelief, too. Yeah. <laughs> so then Alvin asks Brittany to go to the dance, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Someone already asked me out. Screw you. Okay, she didn't say screw you, but. Yeah. You get the gist of it. So, really. This this whole plan that Simon and Theodore had come up with, while it did work in a way, it also backfires on them. Because Brittany now doesn't want to go with Alvin. She wants to go with Captain Chipmunk. So, you know, Alvin is left in stunned disbelief. And so he comes up with a plan that would make Brittany jealous. So then Brittany waits for Captain Chipmunk to arrive, but he doesn't come. However, she looks at Jeanette and she comes up with an idea of her own. Hmm, I wonder how this is going to go. So we're going to go into some commercials. Hey, Danielle, how would you like to have Pac-Man mac and cheese for dinner? Yeah, I think that was about... Apart from the Footloose-inspired McDonald's commercial, I think that was probably the most dated commercial. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, though, you know, uh, Kraft, every once in a while, they do come out with different character, you know, mac and cheese it depends on what cartoon character it is so but this isn't a craft product this is an actual pac-man macaroni and cheese yeah yeah uh we also get a commercial for double mint spear gum yeah Yeah, double mint pretty much had the same same, um advertising advertising campaign for you i haven't seen a double mint commercial in a long time but i you know yeah and then we get previews for The Cosby Show, which Danielle mentioned did debut in September of 84, so this is a repeat. Mm-hmm. And Family Ties. Yeah. And then, believe it or not, folks, because Danielle and I are so popular, yeah, we got a special invitation. Right. Can you believe it? We did. We got an invitation to Disneyland's 30th anniversary celebration. Which would also put it in 1985. 
and oh my gosh, la ladies and gentlemen, the collection of talent that's <laughs> gonna be there for this extravaganza. You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, screw the Grammys, you know, with their <laughs> half ass collaborations. Forget the American Music Awards. This is the real deal right here. Because we're going to get Alabama, the Pointer Sisters, David Hasselhoff, and Jimmy Lennon all performing. Jimmy Lennon. I have to Google that person. <laughs> <laughs> That's John Lennon's son. Jimmy. Julian Lennon. Or Julian. I was Jimmy like, who's Jimmy? <laughs> To be so, fair, all of, most of those people I actually wouldn't mind seeing in concert, to be honest. I, yeah, I know. Um, not David Hasselhoff, but... Um. <laughs> but, I mean, Julian Lennon is not terrible. <laughs> are, are the Pointer Sisters still alive? Some of them might be. Uh, I, hold on. Oh, there's one that is deceased. Okay. So you uh, could uh, you could still get the rest of them together. You could get yeah, um, and Alabama. I think Alabama. I think still records. I I believe yeah. Let me check. Um, it might not be the same lineup, but I'm pretty right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh. Oh God! Actually, they put out an album four years ago. That's pretty good, yeah. And they have three of the four original members still in the band. Yeah. They have the lead vocal, the bass guitar, and the lead guitar okay. still in the band. Yeah. The only, yeah. the only one that's not there is the drummer. Oh. But the drummer was there from 69 to 72. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, um... Disney, you don't you see, don't a, see lot a lot of, actually, actually you, you do, do, but the people they get for these Disney primetime specials now are like people I don't care about. <laughs> like, it's always like these young stars, and also because this was back, now that Disney's owned by, owns ABC, yeah. all the ABC stars, and it's like, I mean, <laughs> it's not... The same, the same, but... So, Daniel, let me ask you real quick. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. If you're in charge of booking the 50th anniversary of Alabama, or of uh, Woodstock, of those four artists that I mentioned, <laughs> who would you have put on Woodstock 50? Alabama. Sweet. Or, or Julian <laughs> Lennon. Yeah, either yeah, Alabama yeah, or Julian yeah. Lennon. Although, Although the Beatles the weren't really Woodstock, Woodstock type no, of... No, they weren't. Yeah, yeah but, but, like... You know, although his father, it, it, his father certainly was associated with hippies. Oh yeah. So certainly, because Julian, yeah, Julian's his oldest. Julian's not Yoko's son. That's right. His right. father. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, out of those people, um, because the Pointer Sisters, I love them, but yeah, they're not really. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to go to Disneyland for the 30th anniversary. <laughs> I'd love to go to Disneyland, actually. 
I've been to Disney World. So. Yeah, I, I'd love to go there, too. <laughs> well, we'd better start saving our money. Better, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so uh, let's get back to the special. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we're at now, I, I tried to understand this. It's weird. It, it is. It is the night before the actual dance. Yeah, that's what threw me, too. And I... Is it, like, a qualifying session? I don't... Because... Yeah, that really confused me. It really did. I, I, I feel like they could have been clearer on that. Yeah. So, Alvin's idea of bringing a date is a blow-up doll. They don't call her flat-out a blow-up doll, but... No, they're not. They're not going to call her a blow-up doll. But you get it. Brittany's idea for her date is to have Jeanette dressed up as Captain Chipmunk. And the thing that bugs me about this, although now that we've explained that this is the night before the dance and not the actual dance, is that Simon at no point is wondering where Jeanette is. Oh my god. So like, I have expected him to be like, because they, they come out of the little horse and buggy and it's like Jeanette dressed up as Captain Chipmunk and Brittany and then Eleanor, and like I feel like at some point Simon would have said, where's Jeanette? Right. I oh my god, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Okay, so we get our finalists, and Eleanor is going to put a button on Alvin's blow-up doll date, and Eleanor commits homicide. Pretty much. She killed the doll, the blow-up doll. And that. <laughs> What makes this so funny is that nobody notices it's a plot. <laughs> oh, man. And Brittany even, like, gets in a snarky comment, like, like, like she's like, oh, yeah, you and your blonde little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, then, uh, Alvin is mad at what happened. He throws his dead girlfriend... And knocks the hat off of Captain Chipmunk, and that's when we find out that Brent or uh, Jeanette is Captain Chipmunk. And then that's Simon. when Simon goes, Jeanette. Yeah. Now you care. <laughs> so now we get another song, and this is really a good song, and it's sort of it's could kind fit. of sad. It's sad, but it could fit in any time. And basically, it is Alvin and Brittany just saying, you know what? I give up. I give up on love. It, it, if it weren't for the squeaky voices, it would be really touching. <laughs> um, there actually is, and I found this uh, while we were recording, there is a video of this special in the regular voice. Yeah, I saw, yeah. yeah. I, I might have to go back listen to that later so it, but yeah it was just, it's them like in their rooms alone with a split screen yeah <laughs> you know so so that night for some reason Alvin 
puts on the headphones again. Or no, he doesn't put the headphones on. I'm sorry. He he's sleeping and he accidentally pushes the play button on the cassette tape and it gets him to wake up again to be Captain Chipmunk. So now he gets back, he steals the horse again. And he's riding, and he's going to go over to Brittany's house. Yeah, yeah. But as the horse is attempting to make a jump, or maybe not make a jump over a, le- or a hedge, he falls off, and he lands near this, like, little lake. And he sees the reflection of Captain Chipmunk. So he's about to fight Captain Chipmunk. But it's him. him. Yeah, when he realizes he is Captain Chipmunk. Which I feel like... Oh, Oh. yeah. So, now, he puts two and two together. Now, he knows he is Captain Chipmunk. And he asked her out under hypnosis. (laughs) Yeah, after throwing two little pebbles and then a rock that breaks a window. It's amazing how this got on in primetime time. I'm amazed that no one charged Alvin for horse theft, breaking property. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of unfortunate implications if you look at this from a real world perspective. Yes, yes. Of what? Okay. For the record, I love cartoons. I do. I love the imagination of cartoons. But you have to have a little bit of the real world in in you. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So now we're set up for the night of the ball. And Captain Chipmunk said, this will be a night you never will forget. That is what he said to Brittany. (laughs) So now we go to the ball and it's held at a hotel. Fancy school. Yeah, a fancy school. Actually, my prom was held in a Yeah, prom, but they're in elementary. Actually, they never make it clear how old they're supposed to be. They never do. Yeah. (laughs) So, so the rest of the gang, uh, Simon, Jeanette, Brent, or uh, Eleanor, Theodore, they're wondering what's going to happen. And Dave wonders what's going to happen, too. Yeah, he's barely in this, which is he's kind of barely weird. in this one, and yet for some reason he's the MC. He volunteered. Oh, I guess. Pair of chaperone. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Miller isn't around yet. Who else were we gonna get? That that's very true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we get to the dance, and here's Captain Chipmunk, and he is in very raggedy clothing. Oh. And he's dancing very wildly, and he's being a jerk, basically. So he then leaves Brittany, just leaves her. And Alvin is like, ah, I've done it. I've gotten out. And then Brittany breaks down and cries. And she she says, what we've known from the beginning... All she wanted was for Alvin to ask her out. And Alvin finally hears this. 
He finally hears this. Right. Even though, you know, Alvin, I think, has caught on to what his brothers were doing. Right. So Alvin, now dressed to the nines, comes to Brittany and, and he finally says that he wanted to ask Brittany to the ball. After all this time. So, after they reconcile, we think, <laughs> they go out, they dance, and they're the best dancers. Basically. Right, right. So, yeah, they pretty much steal the show. So, yeah. That's it. So now we got one last set of commercials to go through. Oh, right, yeah. We have McDonald's with their hot french fries. That was a weird commercial, because, like... They do have hot french fries. They do. I attest to that. And you have to eat them really fast, because if they get cold, they are not that good. Um, but it, that was a weird commercial because at least the first one you got that they were trying to emulate Footloose, but this one was kind of all over the place. But it's not as weird as the next commercial. Cheese! Yeah, that was really bizarre. Natural cheese. They used to do commercials from like the, that were sponsored by the American Dairy Association. Because yeah. I remember the ones... When I was growing up, they were like, the power of cheese. Like, So, after we find out about cheese, we come back, and Alvin and Brittany have been named Valentine King and Queen. Yay. (laughs) So, this is, you know, at this point, the greatest moment in Brittany's life. So, they're about to do their first dance as king and queen. And Brittany wants a tissue. So, she goes into Alvin's coat and she finds a mask. And she now realizes that Alvin was Captain Chipmunk all along. And and after Alvin tries to explain everything, Brittany's first words are, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 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 You know, family special. I was kind of relieved when she said that. I'm not going to... Okay. So, as the rest of the chipmunks and chipettes sing, Alvin is like, okay, what can I do to make this all up to you? And she's like, well, how about you clean my room for weeks? Yep, yep. You do my homework. You get me a yacht, and you get me a car. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and that's one line of the Alvin and Brittany that I remember. And <laughs> and that is, I love the Chipmunks Valentine special because it was, it was so, so weird, weird watching her be like, Alvin, I'm gonna Alvin ask me out. I want because for the. The majority of the series, she's kind of like, oh, I can't, don't like him, or, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they, 
And, and like, they just sort of fight back and forth, but you can tell they like each other, but they're fighting back and forth. And there's, like, a few episodes where they go out, but most, but even then they're still fighting back and forth. And it was so weird seeing her like that, because this was, like, early on in the series. Whereas, like, watch this, then watch the Chipmunk Adventure. It's totally... It is. It is so different. So that was so weird for me. Watch her be like, oh, but I like it. Because that is so not how, like, I had to go find another, a later clip of her just to calm myself. Because it was like, and I love mushy, sappy stuff, but that was just so cheesy. So I had to, like, find something later, which, you know. Yeah. Um, um, all right, so what, what did you think of this? Yeah, just like I said, it was, it was weird. And because I grew up with the, I grew up with the series, certainly, but it was the later episodes. So like, so like I said, by the time I was watching it, the Chipmunk Adventure had been out. They were arguing a lot. And like, it was usually, um, Simon liked Simon Jeanette, or Jeanette liked Simon, Simon, and then Alvin and Brittany were fighting so much that they couldn't really hang out because, the you know, they'd be like, no, we have to show each other up. And, yeah. yeah it, and there were times when they were together. I also highly recommend, there's an episode of the show that's from much, much later, um, where Brittany doesn't do her chores. Oh yeah, yeah I so she daydreams that she's Cinderella. That I think it's called Chipmunkrella or something like that. But yeah, that episode I recommend more. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um and also I forgot that they still lived in the treehouse because later on social services finds out they're living in the treehouse and Miss Miller winds up adopting them. <laughs> and then that's their... Yeah. yeah. But that... Yeah. Oh. It, it was interesting, though, because I'm watching this, I'm like, they put this on primetime? Yeah. It's like, that's a pretty... Because I remember the only other thing I remember being on primetime was there was a special explaining the chipmunk's mother and what happened right. to her. And oh, if you want to be sad... <laughs> We, we might review that another time. I can't watch. That's too sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just what? Because. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. As far as the special goes for me, um, again, like I said, I haven't seen this in 20 years. Yeah. 20 plus years. Uh. It was as good as I actually remember it being. Um, I guess because... And I'm like you. I grew up watching Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. As yeah. a kid. Seeing Alvin and Brittany, you're like, okay, you want them to get together. It is Valentine's Day. <laughs> and the way they do it is is really a smart way. You know, because yeah. it's like, oh, I want him to ask me. I hate Valen. 
I hate Valentine's Day. Don't you know she wants you to go with her? The first time I'm watching it, I'm going, if only Bumble were a thing. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just solved all their problems. Mm -hmm. Um... Am I gonna say it's the greatest? No, it's not. No, no. I, I don't. I don't think you can, you know, say one is the greatest. But it's a, it's an enjoyable one, and I think if you have young kids, you know, I'd recommend it. I, I really would recommend watching it. The voices make great on your nerves after a while, though. Well, it's only like a twenty-five minute. Yeah, it's only a, so. I had to skip over the songs because. Oh. I, I might watch this with my nephews. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I certainly, if you're going to show kids the chipmunks, I would recommend that version, not, you know. Right. The car, I don't know if it's still running on Nickelodeon. It is. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Your nephews watch it? Uh, Well, they watch Nickelodeon. Oh, I don't know okay, if yeah. they still watch the chipmunks or not. Mm-hmm. Um, let me read to you briefly the description of the special on IMDb. And then we're going to get into what people thought of this. The description reads, Brittany falls for Alvin's alter ego character, the classic spoof of Don Diego de la Vega. Oh, that's what that is. Or of the postmodernist Tyler Durden. Alvin must make a choice between his real self and his alter ego self to keep Brittany loving him again. 74 people on IMDb gave this a rating. The average rating for this is a 6.7 out of 10. That's a little bit high. I I am a little surprised. Uh, Now, I do this on uh, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where I go through the ratings. Uh, 26 people voted this a 10. So there are people who really like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it. It's just there's some parts some weird moments. where you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, one person gave it a nine. Three people gave it an eight. Seven people gave this a one. I believe, uh, yeah, I can. And we actually have a review from a critic of this. This is all the way from Germany. Oh, yes. This is Andy Geis, if I pronounce that name wrong, I apologize, of Tofu Nerd Punk. That might not be still around. So I had to get this translated from German to English. And here is the English translation. Valentine's Day is approaching, but Alvin is totally allergic to it. At the same time, Brittany wishes nothing more than to be invited by him. To help Alvin's luck a little, Simon hypnotizes the lead singer, making him a master seducer. Of course, not without causing much more chaos. Wow, I thought the new Chipmunk movies would be annoying, but the original series was just as bad. Here, Alvin becomes Zorro and conquers the hearts of the ladies in flight. The songs are pretty lame, and I did not find it funny. I cannot say what I thought it was great. Judging the speaker performance is rather hard due to the chipmunking, but you can say something to the drawings. 
These are okay, I would say, for a television special at that time, halfway mediocre. The animations are not really nice and too choppy. Overall, a franchise that has aged very bad. That's a little harsh, I think. It is. But, of course, we should remember that this is probably someone within our age range, you know, our age group. Yeah. So, we can't really go too hard on the person. Yeah. 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 I'm, like, trying to find... I know, I was trying to find reviews of this, and I couldn't really find any. They, what I'm trying to find, but, um, oh, that would have been so nice. Uh, oh, Valentine's Day Collection DVD. Okay, I have to get that. They, the last season of the Chipmunks was called Chipmunks Go the Movies, where they all, they spoofed a different movie each episode. And they did a spoof of Splash called Sploosh that I really want to see. Oh, Lord. So I'm, like, trying to find it. But, yeah, Splash is also one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies ever. Splash, if he ever... Um, so they did Splash with uh, Simon playing Tom Hanks' part and Jeanette playing Daryl Hannah's part. And so, I'm, which I find interesting that they picked them and not Alvin and Brittany, but right. guess. Well, you got to change it up, you know, because you can't have everyone be Alvin, Brittany, Alvin, Brittany. Right, so. I'll have to, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I think on that note, we're going to start wrapping it up for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I forgot to mention this in our last episode. We do have a Twitter account. If you all want to follow the show on Twitter, we are at NostalgiaCrew15. You just type that in, follow us on Twitter, and we're right there. And don't forget to join our Facebook group. It is Nostalgia Crew, where we talk all things nostalgia-related. doesn't matter what it is, if it's music, TV, movies, books, anything nostalgia-related. And I will try try to to update update more. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything you want to mention or plug? No, not that I can think think of. of. Just, um... That we'll be back next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't know what we're going to discuss next month. Yeah. That, that's always a fun one, is it, when we it, don't know. Right. right. I mean, I mean yeah, because yeah, March, March, St. Patrick's Day, Day, and I think and we I already think told, like, the one St. Patrick's Day story. Yeah. Had, so. and, and Easter is, like, mid to late April this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so no. yeah, on that note, uh, for those who celebrate Valentine's Day, have a happy Valentine's Day. And for those who don't, have a happy February 14th. And we will talk to you next month on Nostalgia Cruise.